Hello to any and everyone who may be listening to this podcast. My name is Dustin Oliver. This is American Youth. Um, so I, this guy that I'm talking to today, I hate to go like right into it, but I kind of just have to talk to him, talk about him for a minute. His name is Benjamin Colton. Um, he is a doctor of chiropractic, um, which we used to work together. And so him and uh, this other guy that worked with us, was also in the chiropractic program and they would come in and like talk about their program and all that. And I was literally always in the corner like, yeah, yeah. Cause like I was being, I was such an asshole because like I didn't know anything about chiropractic. So I just like naturally was like, it's not real. I don't, <clears throat> I don't believe it. Um, and so, which is like the attitude of mine that I'm trying to like get rid of with this podcast. Um, but no, so he, we worked together for a long time, like two and a half, almost three years. And um, he finally just left the job I'm at because he had graduated and he's starting his own clinic. He is opening his own clinic um, over in Alpharetta, Georgia, which is like a little bit north of Atlanta. Um, but him and I, so I just have to say this about him really quickly. So, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't going to say it, but I'm like, why not? Who cares? Um so I did this interview with him before we sat down. He was one of the first people that I interviewed for this podcast. Um, and then I, so we do the interview and I go back and listen to it. And it was so there was so many things that like had to be edited and fixed with it that it was like, and I sat down with it for hours. I sat down with this recording for hours and I was like, there's nothing that I can do to make this work. Like, I really, really tried. I was like, but every time, and maybe it was me being like over analytical of like my like work and editing, but it was just like, it, I just literally was like, I can't save it. Like, I can't save it. <clears throat> and so I was like, this is so, I feel like this is so rude and crazy, but I was like, let me just be honest. I texted him and I was like, Ben, I can't save this episode. Like, I really tried. I really tried. But I really, really want to get you on. Would you do the, would you do the interview again? And he said, he said yes, which is crazy to me. And because, like, I would think if somebody lost the interview with me, I would have been like, are you kidding me? Like, no, I'm not going to record it again. But Ben is not that type of person. Ben is such a good guy and he's so funny and um we we never really like it so we worked together at the beginning and then he like left for a while and then he came back and I was kind of like standoffish because I'm like I don't I don't know and then but you get to talk to him and he's like the nicest guy ever and I remember this story I want to tell this story too we were out at a bar one time it was like me and him and some friends <clears throat> and this guy was like really drunk or on something I don't know what was wrong with him but he was like it got really awkward for a second because like me and Ben are just talking to the, like we're just talking to this guy, mainly Ben, but we we're just talking to this guy and this guy goes like, I don't want things to get hostile. And he's like staring at Ben like in the eyes and I'm just kind of like looking at this like what? And then Ben is just kind of like, what? And this guy's just like, yeah, I, apparently he thought that Ben was like insulting him or something. I don't know. But he's like, let's not make this hostile. And Ben literally it went from really awkward. And I literally like grabbed Ben's arm and I was like, OK, like this is weird. Um, And so I like grabbed Ben's arm and like I'm like, we have to go in. And Ben is like literally completely turns the situation around and ends up looking at the guy. And he's like, like he says something I don't know with his like magical like charm or wit or whatever you want to call what he has 
Um, and he's just eventually like, yeah, you want me to buy you another beer? And it, it turns into that type of conversation, which was just like a complete 180 from what it was. It was so weird. Um, I feel like that story was very vague and no one's going to understand what it was, but Ben's listening then Ben will understand it. And that was for you, Ben. Um, but no, Ben is a doctor of chiropractic and he's really into a lot of like holistic medicine. He's really in touch with, um, uh, like meditation and kind of like spirituality. He's really, really an interesting guy. Um, and so here at the beginning of this conversation, we are like talking about anxiety and what we did was we started talking and I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and start recording. Um, because I don't know. I just, I just like the conversation we were having was a good conversation. So I was like, let me just go ahead and start recording. Cause we already had the equipment up. And so we did. So we kind of come in talking about like some random topic. And then a couple of times we get off track. It's, it's hard. I try as hard as I can to be really, really professional with these interviews. But when I'm sitting down and talking to somebody that like, I know, like I have this like joking, like relationship with, it's really, it becomes difficult. And I'm like, how am I supposed to be really serious when we like joke about absolutely everything anytime we're hanging out? But, um, this is Ben, Ben's a great guy. And if anyone is like st thinking about studying chiropractic or you've ever been interested in like chiropractic medicine, what it's about, um, we just have a full conversation about that. We talk about some other things. Um, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I was, I was laughing a little bit whenever I was editing it, putting it back together. <clears throat> but, um, anywho, uh, this is American youth. And this is my interview with Dr. Benjamin Mark Colton. If not, I would, I would throw a right hook. Please do. It'll get me to sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> you started, you no, started but, recording this, and I said, I'm going to throw a right hook. <laughs> yeah, and now I have you. Now he um, has me. But no, I think... I, I, don't, I don't know about that. I think that... I, I'm not a doctor. Okay. I just play one on TV. Um, I've heard you use that one before. Sorry. I love, um, it. I love every time you say that one. But... Um, but no, I think that anxiety is like a, because I, I have had really bad anxiety. And the only thing that helped my anxiety was like medication, mm -hmm. like not the breathing techniques or any of that. None of that helped. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think each to their own, you know, in that case, it is, it is like a, like lack of, so I started doing this meditation probably, I don't know, like two weeks ago and like trying to really think about it guides you. It's like a guided meditation. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, hold on. You're one second. of those guys. Can we put a pin in that? Can you introduce yourself? Because I, I, I like we're recording and I was yeah. going to just kind of pick a point to start, but I think I want to keep all of this. So. No, it's amazing. <laughs> I think it's a good introduction. So, so you're, you're, you're Dr. Benjamin Colton. That's right. Mark. Dr. Benjamin Dr. Mark Benjamin Colton. Mark Colton. Yeah. It sounds like you're really upset with me that's like what my mom does no i'm not upset oh oh when you say the full name oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> are we canadian <laughs> <laughs> never been to canada oh, yeah never me been neither i would love to go yeah yeah but i'm a chiropractor yes 100 percent. but i do but no wait so oh so you yeah you are a chiropractor we're, I, getting, we're getting i am that a, a second. chiropractor but wait what do you mean like so you were you're, you're talking about your medic med, medication mm, meditation. meditation yeah there's a there's a guy 
who, who was a chiropractor. His name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Shout out to Dr. Joe. But he, I started reading a lot of his books about um, thoughts and how your thoughts can make you sick. And and so okay, kind of like the mental control over the body. Yeah, yeah, just from a brain perspective. So, all right, we'll dive into his stuff for for a little bit. So okay, yeah, it's really awesome. But basically, animals animals can live in a stress state, right, for a survival aspect for certain amounts of time. Okay, okay. So if an like the, the example he gives is uh, if an antelope is getting you know chased by a pack of uh, whatever the heck they get you know hyenas? lions lions hyenas whatever it is lions tigers yeah and bears. they run away and they're in a stress response right for a short amount of time maybe i don't know two two minutes oh oh god and uh so but but then what happens 15 minutes later is that they go back to grazing right and then they forget about that response so they live in the stress state for an acute amount of time and then they go back to their daily life Okay. Humans, for some reason, have the amazing ability to constantly live in a stressed out state. So, for example, you don't like your job, which that was an awesome podcast that you guys did. Oh, thank you. The second one. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Big fan of the show, by the way. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. Yeah. But so, you know. With Jess, yeah. yeah. She's a realtor. Yeah. yeah. And from New York, the best place in the world just not to live because it's so expensive. Yeah, it is really expensive. But But the people are amazing. But. So, for example, I did a health talk on headaches, right? And, mm-hmm. and one of the things that we talked about was like this loop that everybody does. So if you, you know, what causes a headache is that people, it, it depends on the person. That's what we'll talk about a little bit is what chiropractic is, is that's an individual approach. Each person is going to be different. But the thing is, is that in, in, in the case of thoughts, for example, is that you don't like your job. You wake up at the same time every morning. Uh, you do the same routine every morning, you drive to work in traffic every day, and then you're living that same routine every day and your body develops a routine and a habit of that stress response. And you live in that for, I don't know, five years, for example. And, and what they now know is that when I'm in a stressed out state, my kidneys work harder, my heart has to pump blood to the rest of the body harder because it feels frightened and it feels uh, fearful. So if you're doing that constantly throughout the day, you're basically priming your body to be in a sick state. So that's that's the idea of the whole, you know, basically like, so, so you ever heard like a song that makes you sad, right? Now you have that thought and you relive that mm-hmm. type of, uh, you know, it, it, so so essentially what, what they're talking- Or like talk- a smell that you recognize maybe. Yeah, yeah, to a certain experience and you pinpoint and you're like, wow. It's like now I'm I feel that emotion. So humans, for example, are are just really good at constantly being in a stressed out state as opposed to a natural instinct of being like, hey, you know, how do I shift this? So the meditation itself is actually a self-awareness exercise. The one that I did, for example, and it really just takes you through each um, part of the body. And, and kind of trying to identify and saying, okay, where is this in so, space? So you focus on like a, a certain part of the body at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So first is like the general breathing of, you know, lower back, you know, take a breath, focus on. This is a really cool exercise that I've been trying is that when you take a breath, because I know the spine, I know how many segments are at each level. <laughs> I try to count to myself and say, okay, you know, five, four, three, two, one, T, you know, T12, 11, 10, nine, and, and focusing on a breath at each of those levels, it's actually really hard to do. Well, okay. So you're talking a foreign language to me. I know. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's slow it down. Um, well, no, but I think that's really interesting that you say that about like stress responses, because I think when people get into like a, a state of like long-term depression, 
it becomes maybe I don't know maybe the depression becomes a part of their cycle and like a part of who they are because they're used to that cycle of like getting up doing this going here so it's just like you don't you don't prep your brain for anything of like oh I could do something interesting today or I could maybe do this after work or I could like you know have an interesting lunch today it's like it's like you you're you're always in that mindset of I'm just not happy with what I'm doing. You're drinking out of a gallon of water. I'm so thirsty. Yeah. I apologize. Um, but no, that that's, that's interesting <laughs> though, that like that you put it that way is like your body is expecting a stress response. Mm-hmm. Cause you said, I, you, I remember you saying before, um, in a different podcast, in a different podcast, <laughs> um, you said, we're talking about how the brain likes, um, it doesn't like change. So your brain likes predictability. Mm-hmm. It likes to kind of know what's coming. So I think that that makes sense is to like, you get into that mindset and it takes you forever to get out of it. And that's interesting that you brought up too. I'm sorry, I'm on a tangent. And that's Let's interesting go. that you brought up too about Jess's interview is because I think that she, like with her interview, it was exactly what you're talking about of like being in that, which if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to Jess's interview. It's called Changing Your Life. Number with two, right? Yeah, number it's two. Good. It's called Changing Your Life with Realtor Jessica Caballero, and she is incredible. But she was in this cycle too, now that I think about that conversation, of just like, it's just like you go into this, you go into it already with a bad mindset. Mm-hmm. So you're already not happy. Yeah. I think our, it's a rabbit hole. I think is Mm -hmm. that once you start to understand that your body is developed based on the stimulus that you're surrounded by. And if you're constantly surrounding yourself, maybe with the wrong type of people, the wrong type of work environment, the wrong type of food, you know, the wrong type of uh, exercise, whatever it is, you become the product of your environment. Yeah. And meditation in itself And uh, this isn't like, I don't teach this. It's just like, it's something that I'm really interested in because I've seen, it's because I I, um, suffered with, I started going to a counselor probably like two and a half years ago. And I I never realized that as a kid, I I never could identify thoughts as being just thoughts. And those thoughts would create my reality of what I thought was happening. So they they actually have like a really interesting quote. It's not dispensable as somebody else. So it's like, did you have anxiety? Were you anxious? Yeah. 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 And I would always be angry. I never knew why. And, um, with, uh, they say 99% of the problems that you experience in life never happen. So like you have a thought of something that's That's so true. That's you're going to have a, yeah. So it's like, oh my God, I'm I'm like, what if this happens? I'm going to respond this way and I'm going to do this. Yeah. And you get all worked up about it and it didn't even happen. Like it's not real. Like showing up late to work, for example, which I've never done by the way. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, no but, one knows but, this, but we work together, and yes, well, he does. Well, retired. I did retired, retire. Retired, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, but, but, so, like, you, you're in the car, and it's like a two-minute difference. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, you get so worked up about, wow, I'm going to show up, and they're going to be mad at me. And then you show up, and then the manager's not even there, and everybody's hanging out. And then all of a sudden, that Or response, the manager looks at you and is like, I don't care that you're late. It exactly. <laughs> Never happened before. <laughs> Wasn't um, me talking to you. Yeah, yeah. So so I think that, so with, with some of the, the, so to bring it back to that whole, that first discussion of the anxiety, the meditation, um, challenge yourself to shut off your mind for 10 minutes and and basically take control and and turn your phone off and and sit there for 10 minutes you lost me at turn your phone off okay i'm just kidding. exactly <laughs> Go ahead. and 
don't allow any stimulus to come into your mind and just sit there and, and, you know, obviously you can do your breathing or you can do whatever works for you. If you Mm -hmm. want to listen to a guided meditation, like all for it, 100%, but just give your body the permission to kind of shut your mind off. Because if you don't, you're still a product of the external environment. And if we're talking about an anxiety perspective, you're so, I think personally, is that you're, you're so out of tune with who you are internally that you are always seeking external stimulus. And when you don't get external stimulus that you're used to, now you're like, wow, I'm a completely different person. So practicing that meditative process, I think for, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day, could be five minute sets if you wanna make it an mm-hmm. exercise, right? You know, is really powerful. And you start to identify as a say, I'm doing this in my life, but I don't wanna do that. And that's where I think a lot of the change happens and, and yeah. Yeah, so I, and I want to comment on this too because we're anxiety is a really interesting topic. Which and you know, like when I was in high school, I would have never touched on it. But when I was like eighteen, nineteen, I started having uh, panic attacks. Mm-hmm. So I developed a pretty well, not developed. Wh- what the psychologist told me was that it was something that was already kind of predetermined. It just needed my mind, like in growing in the in brain development and stuff. Like it just kind of came out at a later point um, for me. So I struggled for a while with anxiety i ended up like quitting leaving a job that i was at like this is like five six years ago i was having panic attacks so bad that i ended up just like i guess blaming it on the job and just like getting up and leaving but and i and i still for like years after that i still kind of i still go through them a lot and so i i do think that like while meditative things can help i think that anxiety is kind of something that's like a case-by-case basis sure um because for me I I can't speak for anyone else, anyone else, but for me, the meditative things never really worked for me. I don't know if I was in the wrong state of mind or not, but the only thing that actually worked for me was the med- was medication. So, like, just from my point of view, I think that like if if it's if medication is what helps you, then that could be the right the route that's right for you. Even though there's certain medications that are not good, especially when it comes to like anti anxiety medications. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, at first they put me on some stuff that I just couldn't, like, you know, you can't focus and you're like out of it. But then over time we, you know, like we're working with a, my doctor, like we found like a medication that was good and worked for me. And then that allowed me to, um, kind of live a normal life. And yeah. so I think without that medication, I wouldn't, I lit, I literally would not have been able to like achieve and, and do some of the things that I've done because of my anxiety disorder, I think. And then you wouldn't be here. And I wouldn't be here doing this with you right yeah. now. But no, it's interesting. I, think, yeah. I would love to have like a full, obviously not right now, but like a full conversation <laughs> about anxiety, like in different points of view with anxiety, because I just have a, a, a point of view that I feel like is, is not that popular in, I don't know. I just, yeah. I feel like medication is what helped help me. Yeah. I think it also so. depends on like minimal effective dose, mm-hmm. you know, cause, cause most of it, well, I don't, I don't know. I really don't. So I really don't want to get into like. Well, you're a, a let's talk about chiropractor. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to get into like. I because I really. I would just be talking. Yeah, and we're so getting. I'm not we're gonna, getting I haven't looked away. into it, people. Uh, so I'm just. Uh, uh, but we're, I. But we're I, literally but just I rambling. Like, yeah. I started recording, and this is what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Doctor Colton. Um. So you're a chiropractor. Um, and I remember like, I, I wanted to have you on really badly because I like, don't believe in chiropractic medicine. 
Um, which is like, I, so, and I, and this whole thing, which I've talked to you about before is like about me, like kind of going into things that I don't know anything about. And my experience with chiropractic medicine was that I, when I was younger, my mother went to a chiropractor and we, she took all of us and we ended up going and I just never really found any benefit from it. I never like, I, I just didn't, it, it, I don't know. And so from that experience, my, you know, asshole mind was like, oh, well, the whole thing's fake and mm -hmm. it's not real. Um, so I think like, like what, what, let me just start here. What, what does it mean to you like to be a chiropractor? Like what does practicing chiropractic medicine mean to you, a chiropractor? Okay. I so, just shared a lot. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, no. That's, that's all We're good. all over the place today. I'm sorry. I know. No, it's perfect. Third time, third time's a charm. Third, <laughs> third time's a charm. That's what they say. So I would, I would first say that, oh boy, you're, you're, you're going, uh, you're going over there. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. So, um, and this is going to be really weird and I, and I don't want to say this the wrong way. So if you got to take this out, I understand, but it's not, it's not considered a medicine. Mm -hmm. it's, so I, I don't, I don't call it like chiropractic medicine. I don't know. I don't know why it's just like chiropractic is, is a, is the proper way to, to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, so people have like, you know, different ways of, of, uh, describing it, you know, chiropractic healing, chiropractic arts, chiropractic medicine, chiropractory. I mean, I hear it all. Mm -hmm. I really do. And, um, but, but to me, you know, there's this basic principle that, and we'll just start from the basics is that the brain, you know, is the master control mind of everything that we do. Every single cell, tissue, organ, everything that, you know, your heart's beating right now, mm -hmm. right? But you're not controlling it. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I could uh, be undead. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, and, and basically throughout the day, and if we talk about that external stimulus, it basically is, is monitoring everything that we're doing. And what we know is that it sends signals up and down. Um, so the principles uh, above, down, inside, out is how basically our body heals and how our body is managed throughout the day. So it's sending signals constantly and it's regulating everything that we do. So, you know, if you get a virus, right, it creates a fever, okay, bacteria, whatever it is. Um, if you have an injury, you know, it will create swelling in the tissue, blood builds up, right? And then over time, it starts to heal. So there's this what's called innate intelligence that is basically controlling everything. And, and we know that it sends the signals up and down um, through the body, through the spine. And so what I see in my practice a lot of the times is that people will have certain what's called uh, restrictions or areas of uh, decreased movement or, or uh, misalignments basically in the spine that actually can lead to symptoms. So for example, at the base of the neck, there are nerves that go to your hands. So you have, you know, three different uh, nerves that go to your hands. I'm, I'm hitting my hands as we you do are, it. I'm looking. Uh -huh. I wish everyone had this visual. So, so if somebody comes into me and they say, you know, I'm having ting numbness and tingling into only these two hands, it's very possible that what's happening is that they're having a basically misalignment in the spine at a certain level based on, based on the anatomy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so chiropractic is, is a, it, it's two things to me, really. One is just a lifestyle choice, just like going to the dentist or going for a physical checkup. And this is what I've learned through practicing. And it's also a great way to help people get out of pain. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that 
based on based on the nerves because because one of the first questions I always ask somebody and I, what I've what I've really learned and how to how to really connect with somebody is say why do you think you hurt what why do you think the reason that you're in pain right now or why are you, why are you here some people come in because they want pain relief some people because I've been it to everywhere else I've been to other chiropractors they didn't work but I'm desperate etc so there are a lot of all you know there are a lot of things but I also have pregnant patients right now and 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 their kids are going to be coming in to get adjusted after they're born as well because the because the birthing process is very stressful and what i know is that if they're not rotating their head a certain way after they're born based on the way that they you know are basically Mm -hmm. through the process could that have long-term effects so if they they don't rotate their head to the right a certain way right and they're trying to breastfeed or whatever right or they're trying to crawl and they can't crawl the a certain way they don't have a symmetrical cross crawl pattern that does have long-term effects because every movement has an effect on the brain and and basically you develop based on the way that you move as well so so again you know people come to me for all different types um so it's like it, it really depends on the person if, if, if that yeah kind of, yeah yeah i mean and i think the approach that you have as well i hate to go back again because i we went back earlier but i talked to God, I talked to, I did an interview with um, Laura who uh, was addicted to sugar pretty bad mm-hmm. after her parents passed away. And um, <clears throat> she was talking to me. So she's my neighbor. She talks to me a lot. She goes regularly to um, like a holistic health clinic. Um, she sees like a nutritionist um, and it's in like a chiropractor's office. Um, and she just like from me talking to her, like she has had like, she's made a complete turnaround. Um, like in the way that she feels and her physical energy, like what is like your clients that come in, like what, what type of results do they typically get? Like what, like how, how, what does it look like when you help somebody? Like what, what type of things do they say to you? Can you tell physical differences in mm-hmm. them? Like emotional, like what, what does it look like when you have like a success story in your office? Really, really depends on the person. Mm-hmm. So for example, you know, the, the nerves that go to the low back or like the upper, upper area of the low back also go to your digestive organs. So for, you know, what, what we don't do, and, and it really depends on the, uh, on the chiropractor. I think there's, there's a lot of different techniques out there. What, what I try to do is I really just try to deal with the structure and I say, this is the foundation of the body and this is the foundation of the nervous system. So by fixing the structure, I'm not trying to treat, if they have digestive issues, I'm not trying to treat their digestive issues. If they have low back pain, I'm really not trying to treat their low back pain. What I'm trying to do is, is figure out what's causing it and I see if there's a relationship to the area in the spine that I think could be causing the issue. So, so for example, you know, people come into me with low back pain all the time. They also come in for headaches. And, and what I'm doing is I'm, I'm taking the x-rays, I'm examining the structure, and I'm seeing areas where they might have rotation, misalignment, pressure buildup, essentially, right? If we talk about pressure buildup, there's increased um, you know, pressure receptors. It's not moving as well. There's increased inflammation, potentially. Cortisol levels might increase. And then that's also affecting, again, what we talked about kind of with the thoughts is that you're living in a stress state constantly, especially if you're living with that. I always make the joke with people. I said, you know, they're 45 years old and I say, that's 45 years of pressure buildup in the spine. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure, you know? And then if they're older, I'll say, oh, you know, especially like, uh, I don't know, 60 years old, I'll say, oh, you're 30 years old, you know? And it makes them feel good. So it's kind of a <laughs> kind of, I'm like, you're 30 years old and you have this much pressure buildup in the spine. And they start to understand the, so, so 
So, okay. People come you in. You should have gone into comedy. Uh-huh. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, I'm still, I'm a first quarter of my life, you know? Yeah. Starting the second quarter right now. So, you know, again, people come in with low back pain. If I, if I know from the anatomical perspective and the neuroanatomy of saying the nerves that go to the legs can also go to the digestive organs and I fix the area of the spine, right? We start to work. We start to increase the movement. The pressure goes down. Can the nerves that are communicating to your digestive organs start to function better? Maybe. It's very possible. Same thing with changing your same thing with changing your nutrition. Do people sometimes need a change in their nutrition for their digestive issues? One hundred percent. I'm not going to say just come in to get adjusted. I think it's again a lifestyle choice. It's something to add in. So what I see is that you know they come in for their low back pain. They come back to me two weeks later as they're seeing me and they're like, Doc, you won't believe this, but my digestion I haven't had issues or I had acid reflux and I haven't had that problem. My headaches have gone away. I've had for two years and I look at them and I say, that's really amazing. But I'm just, like I said, I'm really just focusing on one aspect of their health. Um, did you brush your teeth this morning? Me? Yeah. Can I not answer? Sure. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but why? Um, because I don't, well, because I really care about my teeth. Okay. This is a complicated, this is a really simple answer and I'm going to make it complicated. Okay. okay. Sure. Because I really care about my teeth. <laughs> and, um, and it's part of my process. Like it's, I just, I do that now. And I think that you should do that because it's good for your oral health. Okay, sure. So, but the teeth are essentially made of bones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They are bones, right? Yes. Okay. And they, they control a very, very important aspect of chewing <laughs> and digesting your food oh, sure. digesting, yeah. and just general health, right? I see, and you asked me, you said, what does chiropractic mean to you? I, it's really just a lifestyle. It's that, you know, what, what can it improve for you? It's not a, you know, come in once and fix it, fix everything. I wish I always get frustrated when patients are, you know, not hitting results as fast as I even want them. Because ideally, if people are coming back to me, the same thing, because, because the whole reason I got into this was to help people. And if people aren't getting better, over time, then what's, why would I want to practice? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to see, I always, again, this is like something that I try to in, incorporate a lot of humor. I think laughter is very important, but I try to build a, a very important report with my patients and basically just, you know, say, uh, you know, sometimes people say it feels, if, I mean, it feels good, you know, after the adjustment, they feel less tension, they're moving better, they, they're, you know, their mood's a little bit better. And then they're, they're coming back to me and I'm saying, well, what are you doing here? Right. And they're like, well, it just, I mean, they understand the importance yeah. of it. I think, yeah, the education aspect as well is probably the biggest, but. Well, I mean, I think too, that's like, it's like this whole thing of, you know, I, I want to get into the gym and I want to get ready for summer. Right. Like mm -hmm. you kind of look and you're like, I'm going to get into the gym. And then you go to the gym a couple of times and you're like, I'm not hot yet, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you just kind of like, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm, I know from like my personal experience, like I've tried in the past, I'm like, this is the only time in my life that I've ever like stuck with actually going to the gym. Um, but you know, I try and I'm just like, I, I want, I want these X, Y, and Z results. But at the same time, I don't actually want to stick to like this program. I don't want to do it. Um, and so I think like, it's kind of like when you say like a lifestyle change, it has to be like, you have to be ready to really make a change. Like you have to be ready to really kind of be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And I think that, yeah, like you can get like excellent results from things like that. I think, 
I mean, I mean, I'm just like when when you're talking about like, you know, lifestyle. I I just think of the gym for some reason. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I mean, and then like changing your nutrition and stuff like that. Like it becomes something that I think you want to do and you feel good about doing. Um, which I mean, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I yeah, think it's really. I think I think it can help just with the overall change as well. Mm-hmm. So if like you're going to the gym, right? You're you're pulling on those muscles and you're building muscles and you're also building tension. Okay. And, and then sometimes potentially you have an overdevelopment of one side compared to the other because your right side is always stronger than the left side, for example. I mean, everybody has some type of asymmetry of some sort, right? So, so with, and, and again, it's like if you constantly do that pattern over and over again, and then, and then the spine, which sits in the middle of those two sides, isn't moving with those muscles, and then the nerves become kind of under pressure and they're not communicating to the muscles as well you know, you could potentially have injury. Okay. Yeah. You know, you could be, you know, for, for strength. I mean, those, my, my cousin, he works with the uh, PGA tour. Um, very, you know, he's very grateful. He's very fortunate to do that. He's been doing that for, I don't know, 25, 30 years. That's how originally yeah, that's cool. I even got into this, but those guys are getting adjusted once a day when he's there, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they don't do because it feels good. They, they do because they know the importance. Yeah. Major athletes, you know, I mean, I mean, they, they understand the value. And I think that's part of my mission is really just to help educate, you know, people in general. Just it's it's hard because there's always one side versus the other. And then sometimes chiropractors are the worst enemies of each other because this technique's better. This technique's better. This is the way to you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so I love I love talking to people. I love you know, giving health talks and, and cause I like talking. Yeah, no, well, you, no, you, well, you're good at talking, but also I think that it's like, I, I think that's like this really well put because I mean, you have a lot of people that it's, it's kind of like being, I don't want to say enlightened, but it's kind of like, you know, understanding like this is really, really beneficial and this really, really helps people. Um, it's like you want, you want people to understand that and be a part of that, you know, like this can be really, really beneficial to your life. Yeah. So I think people like me who are, I mean, naturally pessimistic, but like people like me who, who kind of look at things like that, that I don't know about. And I'm like, that's stupid. You know, I've completely shut myself off from an entire thing that I don't know. I mean, I could probably really enjoy that or I could probably really become a firm believer in it, but I just go ahead and at the beginning, I'm just like, no, not interested. You know what I mean? And so I think that's like, that's really important. And I think that's kind of like what you're saying too, is just kind of like open up. Like of being being open enough to receive like that information. Yeah, and and honestly, one of the biggest things that I'm trying to do now because I've grown an interest in working with kids. One because their energy is amazing. Bless, and, your, bless your heart. Uh huh. But but you know, it comes down to this general concept of it's much easier to maintain healthy kids and healthy adults than to fix sick adults and broken adults. And it makes and, and because it's, you think they're a lot more receptive. They actually listen. Do the kids listen? Oh, no I mean, way. I <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just, um, I, I think that if you can, if you can start them early, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's a huge, you know, shift in, in, you know, what is acceptable now for food quality and such, you know, I mean, there are foods like whole foods, which are busier than, you know, Kroger yeah. or, um, well, or, I don't know, like the Walmart like grocery, Kroger. not to yeah, knock yeah, on yeah. anything, but you know what I mean? It's like now there's like this whole push for organic and there's this gluten-free. People care more about what they're eating and stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge push and in, in people want the information 
in, in my case, I feel like people just don't know the information. Yeah. And so it's, it's my job to kind of help. That's why I'm really grateful to be here is because oh, I can help. So well, you never know how, how far reaching something, right? You're going to say, um, and this is a quote from, uh, I, it could be from a chiropractor. It could be just from a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. I think it is from a chiropractor, but I'm sure other people have said it. A chiropractic it, but... motivational speaker. Like <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Colton. Dr. Colton. <laughs> But, but you never know how far reaching something you say can or do is going to affect the lives of millions of people, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. And it's, and it's powerful. Right. But, but people who are waking up with chronic migraines every day. Right. And, and they're just thinking that it's a normal part of their life. Yeah. Like I you're would, like this. Well, this is just what happens to me. I get migraines. Sure. I love that you used to use that phrase. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's I'm gonna not put, mine. I'm, well, you, that you use those <laughs> words. I'm going to put a pin in that and I want to come back to it, but go ahead. Okay. So, so that's just, that's just, you know, how, how I feel. And I just do it through health. You know, that's, that's my main goal because I, I grew up in a family where my dad's diabetic and I've seen, you know, what it can do. Um, you know, if, if you put me next to my family, now that I'm starting to bald a little bit, you know, that I'm probably related to my dad, but, but physique wise, I've always been a person to always be like, you know, I want to play soccer. I want to exercise. Yeah, I mean, you're very fit. Well, thank you, sir. You're very welcome. Okay. I say that in the straightest way possible <laughs> right now. Um, no, yeah. And then you mentioned that a lot of people in your family, or I know that like a lot of people in your family are um, chiropractors too. When mm-hmm. this, I think this is interesting. When's the first time that you got adjusted? Um, I think seven days after I was born. That's crazy. Yeah. What? So what do you do? What's, what do you do to like what? I don't, I don't how do you how do you adjust? Que- yeah, I don't even know how to ask the question. Okay, so like, how, how, how are you adjusting infant? Ba- infant? Yeah, so there there are definitely there are some simple uh, reflexes that you should test for, um, and I had this conversation this week twice with two pregnant patients because really? well because they were you know it was it was again that education it's like okay well because I tell them I said you know you're you know they're coming to me because they have low back pain they also have seen that potentially getting care. Uh, while they're pregnant can actually help the birthing process, right? If we go back to that basic principle of you want the nerves to communicate properly, those nerves are feeding the baby. And if there's increased tension in, in the spine and the nerves, right, those nerves are not going to communicate properly and they're not going to feed the baby what it needs. Again, so, um, so we had to have a conversation and I told him, I said, you know, I want, I would like for you and I would love to offer, you know, to bring in your child after they're right born and to assess them and check the reflexes and make sure that they turn their head symmetrically to the right and to the left because from a like let's say for them for the breastfeeding for example if they can only rotate their head one way right that baby can only latch on in one direction for example okay yeah so but but let's say crawling right let's say their hips are kind of restricted they're going to favor maybe one side more than the other and then they're going to constantly reaffirm that pattern when they're developing Right. Um, so I also want to help coach them and milestones and, and, and help them, you know, uh, so for, for babies, for example, it's not a, a twisting of the neck or yeah, putting not, them on their side. That's what I'm thinking is that you're going to like exactly. take the neck and like, like, no, you know, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that so it's good that we're having this conversation. Because I would have, I would have. Yeah, sure. So it's more of a, if it's more of a gentle release of, of more muscular, right? So you're kind of working more with the soft tissue of the muscles in the neck, but you're also helping the baby assist in rotating. So if I see that they can't rotate their head to the right, I might pl- place a little bit of like a pressure point 
on, on that side and then have them rotate basically the same way and then also assist them in, in that so that their neck's moving both ways, you know, yeah. you know, symmetrical. That's, that's the important part. Um, you know, some babies after the birthing process, you know, they, they get their arms stuck, for example, right? And then if they're developing, if we talk about, again, those nerves that go to the hands, it comes from the base of the neck. So if there's pressure buildup at the base of the neck for the first two, three years of their life, who's to say that, you know, they won't have uh, long-term health effects down the line. So again, it's, it's a very easy, gentle process um, mm-hmm. that, that the kids are encouraged to. It's kind of just making yeah. sure that like the body does and is how it's yeah, supposed it's, to be. It's well aligned. Everything else will naturally fall into, you know, your body will function how it's supposed to. Sure. Um, so yeah, I was adjusted seven days after I was born. Um, not by my cousin. My cousins are chiropractors. There, there are four of them or three of them. All of them are chiropractors? Um, well, no, technically three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and, and, uh, I got into it. I mean, I was adjusted. So being a chiropractor is in your bones, right? (laughs) How long have you been working on that one? Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Did you say those in the other ones? I don't remember I don't think so, no. I was thinking like being a chiropractor is in your blood, but then I guess it. No, that was good. That was good. Thank you so much. Um, but, but so my cousin, you know, he basically talked to me and he, he, he said, when I was 15, he said, you know, why don't you come down and check out the school? Um, I studied exercise science when I went to college at Life University. And then I went into the chiropractic program. I was probably one of the youngest people to go into the chiropractic program because I just kind of, I kind of knew. I said, you know, yeah. I want to help people. This principle of what it is, is amazing. And um, I know that it can affect the lives of, of so many people. And I get calls, you know, my mom is like my biggest, obviously she's my biggest fan, my biggest advocate, but I'm always consulting, you know, taking calls and, and, you know, telling people they're calling me because they're just old. I love that one. It's like on my exam, like, I don't feel good because I'm just old. Mm -hmm. That's what you mean. Oh yeah. All the time. Everybody who comes in, oh, I'm just old, but there are people your same age who are not moving the way you're moving. So let's just, let's just like knock that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's like you are old, but that's not but, why you feel bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's obviously an adaptation, a degenerative process that occurs naturally. But again, if you look at similar people in the same age who actually do consciously take care of themselves and then who don't, you'll, you'll see the, you'll see the physical changes in them. Um, and then I kind of forgot, you know, where we were. Oh yeah. On my exam no, yeah. sheets, I kind of just want to write like, sir, what are your problems? And then just write like, uh, you know, I'm just old and then just circle that. And then I know everything that's going yeah. on. Uh-huh. Well, it's funny. Like I did an evaluation for when I started working at this gym. I just, I, I can't, I, I'm this is like the fourth time I've said this. I want everyone to know that I've been going to the gym. He's killing it. I'm not, well, I mean, I'm, that's not even like what I'm trying to get at, but I'm like, that's what it sounds like anyway. But like I put on the sheet, they're like, what are your goals? And I was like, to be hot. Like that's all that I put, <laughs> um, but, but no, so you went to school. What is it? What is like, if, if there's anybody that's like thinking about going into chiropractic, like, what does that look like? Like, what, what does it look like to, to become a doctor of chiropractic? Mm-hmm. So it's the same. Um, so it's three and a half years usually. Um, postgraduate, uh, postgraduate. Right? Like after bachelor's. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, depending on, you know, obviously they recommend having a bachelor's going into it. You know, they do dual enrollment programs there. That's what I ended up doing is I did exercise science for the first like year and a half. And then I basically was able to dual enroll in the chiropractic program because the classwork was kind of similar. So I was able to do both at the same time. But but it's usually a three and a half year to four year program of just 
all year round. It's super intensive. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Because it was you and then another guy that we worked Bill. with, Bill. Billy Bob. Billy Bob, yeah. He um, he was in the program too. And you guys were always, like always doing something. And I feel like it, yeah. you both of you were just talking about like always like being, I mean, it was just like a constant thing. And I'm, I'm like, bless your heart because. Gray hairs. I mean, I, or no hairs. And I, <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. That was amazing. Um, I'm sorry. Um, but no, so I, just, I think that it's like, it's so much work that you put into it. You know, I'm like, and you guys were both working at the same time. So, and then Bill had like, th- has like four yeah, kids. Yeah, Bill has, yeah, Bill's um, a, a warrior. Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm like, that is such a, like a self-discipline that I would love to have, but I just do not have. Right um, now. Right now, not yet. There you go. But I do, so we put a pin in something earlier. I want to take that pin out and then talk about it now. Like with, you mentioned um, kind of, let me. Affecting the lives. Yeah, so not affecting the lives, but, um, oh my gosh, I'm literally just like, let's talk about it and I can't even bring it up. Um, So you mentioned like expect, like your body expects, like you kind of accept the reality that you're in, Mm. right? Like that's what we mentioned a minute ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I was saying how people... You know, we'll think that headaches are normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and right. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you, so you'll just kind of expect that, and I think that that goes. And I think you and I have talked about this like before, but I think that goes so far beyond headaches and beyond anything else. I think of just like you waking up and thinking, "Oh, this is what my life is like. This is what it should be," and then you just accept your reality. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you get into that state that we were talking about earlier. Oh, we're making a full circle here. That we were talking about earlier of your body you just kind of get in this long state of depression because you're always in a stressed state because you're you're unhappy so i mean it's just like a, it's like a cycle mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i think first maybe mm. if i'm i'm the doctor now all right um first maybe if we could realize that like whatever you don't have to accept whatever situation that you're in you know you can always change that um and I think there's examples every day. And I, and I think that when, whenever you see someone who's super successful and stuff, it, it, the, I'm on a tangent. It bothers me when people kind of, when somebody has really big dreams and people just kind of like shoot them down, like, oh, good luck with that. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think like the reason that you just responded to their dreams that way is because you were never in a mindset to accomplish something like that because you've already shut yourself off at the beginning. Um, so I think like maybe am I understanding chiropractic a little bit now? I don't know. I think so. Am, I after after doing this for a long time, we're, we've talked a few times. A so. few times, yeah. <laughs> um, which I'm going to go into that in the intro, but um, but no. So I think that it's kind of like a like a mind over matter thing. It's like you have to understand that the confinements of the reality you're in are not confinement. Sure. So one of my uh, coaches and, and one of the founders of like the company that I've done a lot of training for with like the neurology, the brain-based exercise, because I also see like complex cases um, that people, you know, will be like, I've been to literally everybody. Nobody can tell me what's wrong. And I look at them and I say, I'll, I'll find something because yeah. we, and that's, it's, it's you're like tied the shoes. into, the shoes are yeah, wrong. exactly. <laughs> but it's tied into, you know, as well as chiropractic, like I do adjust them and that's the proper term for like the treatment is an, is an adjustment. So I do adjust them, but I also might do some, and this is, again, this is where we come down to. It's like every chiropractor is different and, and some people just take a different route. So because of my history of, I was in a car accident at 17 fell asleep behind the wheel. Um, you fell asleep? Yeah, at oh, about no. 45 miles per hour. 
I mean, I got pretty far, uh, about 100 yards, I think. But I, but I sideswiped the car, airbag went off and woke me up. Um, over the next two years, I basically had a concussion, but it was never diagnosed. And I had light sensitivity. I had started getting digestive issues and really, really bad uh, focusing, concentration. When I was supposed to be in my prime of being to learn, learning all this, you know, for school. I mean, I was going to school now when I was in a chiropractic program. And what I mean, I, also physically, like you're like 17, 18 years old, like, yeah, you know. yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I got into chiropractic because I wanted to help people. And then I started learning the neurology behind, you know, um, simple, you know, exercise, like visual exercises. And I'm very grateful for that. But anyway, my coach, um, oh boy, where was I going with that? You, what were we talking about? You were talking about... <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I, I knew it. I was like, I'm going to talk about this and then I'm co- going to completely forget. This is so unprofessional of me to not... Oh God. You no. should have writ- written, th- written this down. So uh, we were saying how... What were we even talking about? Oh so what sorry. were we talking about? We were talking about uh, okay. like understanding chiropractic and you're okay. in the prime of your life and yeah. when you really... Re- oh, oh, you were having a bunch of issues. Like you were... Yeah. You got, you but why I got into the neurology. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember oh why I was even doing that. Um, so my coach... Oh man, this is terrible. I think it's my dog. Yeah, she's like rubbing on my leg. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, no. So you you got into it because yeah, I wanted um, to help people. I mean, yeah, this is this (laughs) this might be the end of the podcast right here. Okay. All right, this was great, man. (laughs) This is gonna bother me now. Now that I can't figure this out, it's gonna bother even more when you listen back to it and you're like, "That's what I was talking about." Yeah, yeah. So, um, dang. Let me think here. Yeah, well, we're not off water. Yeah, man, this is this is so. No, you were just talking about how um, you were l- oh, learning about everything, issues. and then yeah, and then so you sideswiped a car. Okay, you, so yeah. so I was I was saying how um, everyone's already turned it off by now. So. I, I know, I believe it, <laughs> I believe it. They they should, they should. Well, luckily, luckily, uh, anyway. <laughs> um. So, okay, people will come into me as well with like visual issues and stuff. So I'll do visual training with them as well. Like, so I do, I do a few different things. So like, um, you know, people, I remember my coach calls us an options facilitator. That's where I was going with that. Okay. Because (laughs) yes, we figured it out. We (laughs) looped it back, looped it back. (laughs) But seriously though, how many people, okay. You ever seen the movie Hitch? I love, I love this. I do this. Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, I've seen it. Will Smith and what? Kevin James and Rosario Dawson. That's the actors in the movie Hitch. Kevin James? Is he in that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. He's Albert Brenneman. He's the not funny one. Uh-huh. And oh, then, my um, God. And then Allegra. Allegra Cole. <laughs> <laughs> and Ava Mendes. But anyway, so. No, it's, oh, my God, you're right. It's Ava Mendes. It's not yeah. Rosario Dawson. Oh, my God. So, so um, in that movie, and we were, on, we were on a call because she helps uh, a lot of healthcare professionals, you know, um, you know, obtain more patients, but also become. Your coach, you mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, and she was the co-founder of that company, The Neurology. That's why I started talking about all this. So if you could figure out a way to loop and get rid of all that other stuff and just talk about this. Stuff. I'm leaving it all in. I'm okay, sorry. I don't care. It's all good. It's all good. But, you know, she she played a, um, a scene from Hitch. It's the first scene. 
and and hitch goes you know no woman wakes up and says man i really hope you know i don't get swept off my feet today right nobody says that and the same thing goes for pain and and headaches and who wakes up and be like man i really hope you know nobody can figure out the reason for my headaches yeah. or the reason for my low back pain but people become conditioned to be like i'm just gonna have it i'm just gonna have it so this she, is who i am it's part of me yeah. yeah exactly so that's where like the whole like you know options facilitator comes in because sometimes i'm, I'm just an option and, and, and sometimes it works really well. And then sometimes it just, you know, I have to get other healthcare professionals involved and, and that's just the nature of the business. You know, unfortunately I've learned really early on that sometimes I can't help everybody yeah. and it's really frustrating. Um, because obviously like, I'm like, you want to help everyone. 100%. Yeah. Well, yeah. Most people. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> most, but, most people. but, um, you know, it really frustrates me, especially when I'm meeting somebody and they're like, yeah, you know, I have this knee pain and I've been diagnosed with this and this and this. And, um, you know, and, and it's interesting also that people will come into me and they'll be like, I've been to three other chiropractors already. And I, the first thing I always say is say, okay, well, what do you know about it? What do you know about it? What's your background in it? And then I'll tell them the, the, the whole thing that we talked about, the brain controls everything and the nerves and, and everything that we talked about in the beginning, right? It's the central governing system. And they'll be like, wow, you're the first person to ever tell me this. And I go, that is mind blowing. And it's really scary to me. Yeah. But, um, you know, an interesting thing about the whole pain cycle is that uh, part of it that plays into it is failed treatments. So if you go to maybe three different healthcare professionals, and nobody can figure out why your knee is still hurting, right? Now you're living that reality of my knee's never gonna get better. And you reaffirm that to yourself every day and now you live that life. So a big part of the pain education that I do, and I've learned this from some amazing guys, um, there's a book called like Therapeutic Neuroscience Education, which is just a big, but there's also a great book called Why Do I Hurt? And it's like a kid's yeah. book. But it talks about all those factors of kind of what we were talking about in the beginning. I actually had a conversation with a guy today um, and this morning because uh, we were we were doing some treatments and, and I actually brought out the book and I said, because sometimes, you know, as much as I as much as I always want to say 100 percent like it's coming from this, sometimes I'm wrong and that's OK. It's just part of the business. But. And it's part of, you know, who we are. As well, people. doctors make misdiagnoses. You yeah. know, I, I, I've gone to clinics and literally one doctor told me it's this. And then the, the, a different doctor in the same clinic said, no, it's this. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, yeah. are you guys not work together? Or like, <laughs> yeah, you don't consult but, with each other. But but essentially, you know, I, I just sat down for the first 10 minutes and we kind of just talked. And I said, not only, you know, do I think that because he went to somebody else and he was frustrated. And over the past two weeks, I could, I could just feel, I could feel the, the frustration that he was experiencing because he wasn't getting the results as fast as both of us wanted. And we've been doing a lot and I've seen him a few times. And uh, so I sat him down and I said, I, I want you to make a list of about 10 things that, that you think could be contributing to, you know, the pain. Could it be, could it be, you know, the weight? Could it be nutrition? Could it be work, right? And if we talk about this whole external environment of what's really leading and because if your nervous system can't self-regulate, what happens? You're in a state of dis-ease, right? Disease. That's essentially, yeah. Huh. Yeah. And and just like- and, I never put that together. Yeah. Maybe maybe that should have been like a key dis point I hit. Dis-ease. Yeah, dis-ease. Disease. Yeah. I mean, so when, when somebody comes to me and they're like, you know, I have this and this and this, I, I really try to just keep it, keep it simple and say, 
your your nervous system is not self-regulating you know and if we can kind of start working at some of the parts that are involved in very important parts of the nervous system which is the spine in my case you know can we can we essentially you know help the symptoms and then can we also help you maintain a better aspect of life it's really just a simple like i i think for my practice i am also kind of like trying to you know some people there's all different types of practices there's people who only uh, specialize in like that type of functional neurology that we were talking about yeah more complex cases there's just general family practices there's um you know auto accident cases only like pi clinics or whatever um there's you know kids specific only there's like certain technique only so I'm still in the process of trying to figure out like what what do I really like what's the target group that I really yeah. want to work with because I see a good mix of a lot of people and I really haven't figured it out. Well, maybe you could work with all different types of people. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, or you could specialize, you know. But I think, I think having like a I don't know I'm not a doctor, but like I think having like a wide knowledge of all that stuff would be. You know, yeah. being able to practice on anybody. I think I think for me, like veterans is a big one. I, yeah. I recently wanted to get in, get in with, but <laughs> but but help serve. Each his own. You yeah. Know, honestly, like I'm just I'm I'm just here to serve, just like everybody else in their own way. Um, and and chiropractic is my is my outlet. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> That's baby. how I do it. I wrote, I wrote that down. That's beautiful. Uh-huh. I could literally probably sit here and talk to you for like a couple more hours. Um. But my dog can't contain herself around you anymore because she loves you so much. Um, so I think we should wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> I got to get all this dog hair off of me. I know. I'm sorry. Ben, thank you. Where can people find you at? I, I, I want to um, plug you. And, and we're sorry for anybody who's not listening that's in the Atlanta area or Georgia, but that's where Ben's at. Uh-huh. So I work, I work in Alpharetta. Um, Georgia, which is like, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes north of uh, Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. I don't yeah. Know. It's uh, like 30, 30 minutes north of Atlanta. Um, I mean, I work at the Back to Balance Wellness Center um, in Alpharetta. So you can find us on, you know, Google. Um, I recently, I mean, uh, Dr. Colton on Instagram. I don't have much there yet, but I promise there's a lot of cool things coming. What is, is it? Just Dr. Colton or is mm-hmm. it like Dr. Dot Colton or no, just Dr. Colton, C O L T E N, not O N people. Okay. That's, I think a first name. I don't know. Everyone spells it that way. And then, um, uh, my website, I have it. I don't know if it's live yet, but it's more going to be an educational tool. Yeah. And we're going to do that as a Colton chiropractic.com. And, um, so C O L T E N chiropractic, I'm not going to spell that one out, but, (laughs) but that one, that one will be honestly, like if you're just into, you know, new trends in health and more so, you know, just seeing if there's something, uh, essentially that's going to be a huge educational tool for people to access. So that'll be where you find me. No, that's really, really cool. I love that. Um, and I think we might hear from you again. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But anyways, thank you. Um, can I call you Ben? Sure. Okay. That's okay. Thank you, Ben. I'm sorry I didn't call you Dr. Colton. <laughs> Thank you, Ben, for coming on. And Dustin, man, you're going to change the world hopefully. with all these people. Hopefully one day. Thank you, Ben.